Oh, wait. <laughs> wait. Oh, the bone! Extra, extra! <laughs> Read all about it! The new movie review! Okay. All right, enough. Put that down. Put oh, down the sleigh. Welcome! Wow, the Polar Express just yeah, went that, on through. Did you guys hear that? That was incredible. We are back for episode two of the CMMC. <laughs> the Christmas... Here, let's say it all together. The, the Christmas, Christmas Movie Movie Club! Club. Woo! Oh, yeah. I'm jazzed. Dinner! Okay. <laughs> and we oh. are Light Up Lauren. Lit Up Lauren? Fuck, I'll never get that Lit right. Up Lauren. You're Lit Up. Yeah, Lit Up. <laughs> lit Up Lauren. Lit Up. Uh, it's your boy, Tiny Tim. Formerly Tinsel Tim. Yeah. <laughs> it's your girl, Candy Cane Christine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're recording again um, from the sound booth at the North Pole. Thanks. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> For loaning us your recording equipment. Chris Kringle. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and uh, yeah, so before we get into the movie that we're going to be talking about, um, we did get uh, some mail. Some mail. Yeah, we received today. a letter. So we're going to open it up and see what it says. Where's it from? What state? Washington. <laughs> All right. Let's see what this says here. <clears throat> Dear Tiny Tim, Lit Up Lauren, and Candy Cane Christine, what are your favorite and least favorite Christmas songs? Mm. Love, Wendy. Thank Wendy you, Wendy. sent that? Yeah, Wendy from Washington. Thank wow. you, Wendy, so much for sending that to us. Wendy with the hard questions. Yeah. Um, yeah, why don't you guys... Lit up Lauren, would you like to answer that first? Oh, sure. Um, well, um, if I had to pick my least favorite Christmas song, uh, The Little Drummer Boy kind of sucks. <laughs> um, yeah, it's really repetitive. I hate the Little Drummer Boy. I, I mean, it's that or it's The 12 Days of Christmas. It's one of the two because mm. that one's just plain annoying and too long and like I don't need to hear same thing over and over again and Little mm. Drummer Boy it's just boring it's just like rumpa pum pum bullshit 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 like over <laughs> and over again I agree um and, like yeah when he comes <laughs> I, I think Sting one. has a pretty cool version of that song does he? I think so oh okay I'll check out the it. Sting version of <laughs> maybe it'll Drummer change Boy. my Mind. Do you not like the one with David Bowie? And wasn't it David Bowie? Is it and Bing Crosby? And Bing Crosby. And it's very little. Like, Come little yeah. Little <laughs> That's like better. Peace on earth. There's better ones. Can it be? <laughs> years from now, perhaps we'll see. It sounds like you really like it. I, yeah, I'm sorry. It's, it's not really it, uh, like it's not really the same yeah, I song. It's just not. There's a lot of good ones out there, and that one's just not it. My right. favorite one is um, by the Carpenters. I'll be home. What the hell is it called though? Is it called "I'll Be Home I think for it's Christmas"? I'll be home. 
Yeah. Or no, Merry Christmas, darling. Merry Christmas, darling. Is that it? Merry yeah. Merry yeah, that one. Merry the sad one. That's Merry really good. Christmas cards. That one. Darling. Yeah. Oh, that's the sweet one. I was very um, wistful as a child hearing mm. that, like, at night, and, like, there's some snow on the ground. Yeah. And I was like, wow, it's really moody and good. And it is. <laughs> That's a good one. That's she good has one. a very warm voice. Mm. It's very yes. Christmassy. They're so wholesome. Yeah, yeah. she was lovely. R.I.P. All right. All right, that's me. I guess I'll go since Tiny Tim is eating an ice cream sandwich right now. <laughs> He's in sorry. the middle of our podcast. He can't get enough uh, <laughs> cold shit, even though we're at the North Pole. All right, my least favorite Christmas song would be <clears throat> the Jason Mraz rendition of Winter Wonderland. Oh. It's terrible. Um, Never heard it. Oh, you don't. I think hear it. I've heard it. So, what I don't like about it is he rushes through Winter Wonderland. <laughs> So it doesn't sound like you're walking in a winter wonderland mm. anymore. It sounds like you're running through it. Oh. Uh, he's like, how's it go? He'll be like, walking in a winter wonderland. Like he speaks <laughs> up just for that part. I don't know. I know he it tried sounds... to like put his stamp on it and make it Jason Morassi. Right. But like, it just, Bad for choice. me, doesn't work. And I'm sorry, Jason Morass. Sorry, Jay. I will give him a compliment. I went to one of his concerts I don't know, maybe nine, ten years ago. It was one of the best concerts I ever saw. And I'm not even a Jason Mraz fan. I was just a guest, and it was amazing. So no hate for Jason Mraz, but I I don't like that song. I actually really liked Waiting for My Rocket to Come, that whole album. Um, oh, I don't know that one. What is that? It sounds... It's a Jason Mraz album. It sounds <laughs> really sexual. Like, got... <laughs> well, no, it's Wait, got the one where it's like, because I got the book, I got, and you got the remedy, oh, the, the remedy. remedy. Oh. I used to like that song when it came out. Not going to lie. The album I liked from him is Love is a Four-Letter Word. With that was the, the tour. The drawing of him with the hat? No, I don't think that was on it. It looked you guys like really know a lot about Jason Mraz. I know. Um, the tour was called... Tour is a four-letter word or something. I don't even know. But it was amazing. It was great. But anyway. Not good enough to do Winter Wonderland. No. Well, you like, you got to be careful. just stop. You mess with the classics. It's like, I know. It's dangerous territory. Yeah. People are Absolutely. very protective of classics. Yes. So, my favorite Christmas song hmm, would probably have to be Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree mm. by Brenda Lee. That's yeah. a good one. It's a classic. And uh, followed very closely by the Mariah Carey, um, mm. All I Want for Christmas is You. That's <laughs> I get really pumped when I hear these songs. I love those memes of like her rising from the dead, like when one snowflake falls and it's like Mariah Carey. <laughs> just picture Mariah like, yeah. <laughs> well, She's smelling that paycheck that's coming in. Oh, yeah. That's one of the, in my opinion, I think that that's one of the greatest Christmas albums of all time. I've never listened to Iconic. Yeah, me neither. Listen actually. to the whole thing. It's fabulous. Classic. I played it every year growing up. I had a, ro- a rotation that I would do. So that was the first album I always played. was Mariah Carey. <laughs> <laughs> on then CD? the next one, on CD, because we had, remember how like CDs had like the disc changers? Oh, yeah. You could put, put mm-hmm. like eight in or something. Yeah. So I would just fill it up with all my favorites. And that was always the first one I wanted to hear. That and I liked, um, did you ever listen to a very special Christmas compilation? It was big in the 90s. 
I gotta ask you what the album cover looks like. It's like... Is it white? It's... Well, there's a few. The first one, I think, is red, and it has, like, these drawings on them. Oh! Is it, you like, know Keith what Haring? I'm talking about? Is it, like, the Keith Haring drawings? I don't know. Maybe. With, like... It um... looks tribal, almost, mm. but not. That's and then the it. second one was green. Yep. And then the third one, I think, was gold. And I loved oh, those. There's a Smashing Pumpkins Yes, they, one of them did on have Smashing... And, um... They had a lot of good stuff. They had Frank Sinatra and Cindy Lauper, Madonna, Santa Baby. These um, ones. Eurythmics. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm. I loved those. Mm-hmm. There it is. I remember that. So good. Anyway, Tiny Tim. <laughs> Hello? Um, <laughs> uh, I, I really got to listen to that Mariah Carey one so I can hear her do like that. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Falsetto? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um least favorite Christmas song? I'm gonna have to bring it to um Last Christmas. Really Ooh. don't like oh, that song. Yeah. It's not Christmassy. It's sad. Oh, it's I don't song. even know if I've listened hard enough to the lyrics. Last Christmas I gave you my heart. The very next he gave it away. Yeah, that's pretty that's sad. sad. Yeah. yeah. But I like that. <laughs> song. What did you think of I don't <laughs> There's a lot of songs I just sing the words and never think like about what they mean. Like process or Yeah. Um, I've never liked that song. I always thought it was really schmaltzy. Mm. Favorite songs. That's a hard one because there are so many different ones that I have grown to love over the years. And then there's like modern and classics. It's like hard to... I think, honestly, the one that really hits me right in the feels is the classic... Um, Chestnuts roasting on open fire. Nat King Cole. Oh, Nat King Cole. Christmas song. Love him. Yeah. yeah. Love him. But lately, I've had a real soft spot over the past couple of years for that Band-Aid song, Do They Know It's Christmas. Oh, yeah. I don't like that one. I don't, I don't get that one. I'm just glad no one mentioned that they like the Bob Dylan Christmas album because it's probably one of the worst things I've ever heard. I don't think I ever heard that one. <laughs> yeah, me neither. This He's year I'm kind of... Wonderman. <laughs> 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 This this year the song I'm getting into is the one that Louis Armstrong does. He's like from Coney Island to the Sunset Strip. <laughs> I don't even know. That's why Louis Armstrong. I don't even heard that. I like it. Oh, Melica Mickey, Melica Mickey Maka. You just heard that for the first time. No, I right? Didn't. No. Melica Mickey Maka. What's that? Oh no, Christmas in Killarney. You just heard. Yeah. A Bing Crop. Melica Mickey Maka. The Hawaiian Christmas. Oh, I heard that recently on Spotify. I downloaded a Christmas playlist. It's a very sweet song. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. So So. what is the movie that we're going to be talking about today? Um, Santa Claus, uh, AWS, which has a crazy um, plot that Santa is allergic to cats and um, a lot happens in this movie. <laughs> this movie's from 2013. It was an hour and 26 minutes long. And man, did it feel like three hours long. It did. Um, yeah. It was rough. Yeah. This one was a rough one. Not gonna lie. You know, when we're going through Tubi and we're like seeing what we're going to watch, there's like three categories of Christmas movies. There's like animated stuff. Mm-hmm. There's like the romantic stuff mm-hmm. or like the family movies, and then there's just like the pet movies. 
And it was very tempting. Um, there's a lot of dog movies with like Santa hats wearing like dogs wearing Santa, Santa hats, bodies, like yeah. golden retrievers. So yeah. this kind of cured my itch for wondering what these kids uh, movies Pet were movies. like. The pets. It's like you think, oh, they like maybe they'll do a good job. Like you know they'll use like um, smart cats and stuff, but they kind of just like I think they shot as much as they could and then they like just stitched it together and then had people speak over it like it was really um it was rough um you know what was funny i just realized this movie started 30 years prior like the beginning was a flashback and also snowman's the first movie the first episode was 20 years Uh later and it was a very short flashback for both movies they both started that way Hmm, that's a very good comparison oh, wow. between the two movies. Which movie Do you think they're in the like... same universe? It could be. The <laughs> snowman's multiverse? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, oh, sorry. Oh, no. I was going to ask, which movie did you prefer? Well, <laughs> I think Snowman's hands Snowman's down, right? definitely clearer, better movie. Yeah. For sure. If I was going to be on a island till my death... And I only had Santa Claus or Snowman's. I'd choose oh, Snowman's. Definitely. I'd watch it in a heartbeat. This is definitely a good form of torture, though, this one. Like, if you had to, like, keep someone in a room and, yeah. like, mm-hmm. play this only for them. It could drive you to madness. They could torture, like, the members of ISIS. With yeah, this. like, the military <laughs> could take I was just thinking about, like, and... Zero Dark Thirty when they're, like, blasting, like, heavy metal to, like, the terrorist. But, like, they really could just put this on. <laughs> In, in all seriousness, though, um, it has its moments of redeeming qualities. It's made by yeah. the Asylum, and if I'm correct here, Asylum makes a lot of like similar quality movies. Like they make a lot of disaster movies, make a lot of horror movies. Um, like you know, like they'll make movies where it's like you. Th- it looks the poster looks just like Tomb Raider, but it's actually called, like, Room Raider or something. Like, they'll do, like, those, like, really mm. cheap knockoffs. So, I feel like this was comparable in quality. Like, some some of the CGI was, like, much more impressive than I thought it was going to be. And then some of it was bad, really, really skimpy. Yeah. So, do you want to start at the beginning and kind of, like, work our way through? Yeah, if sure. you can remember what I, this, because a lot was fucking notes. jam-packed in this. Let's yeah. <clears throat> so um, it opens up. There's two cats, a big cat. I wrote big cat, fat cat. <laughs> <laughs> the big cat, well, actually, the big and fat cat was Baxter, and then there was a small cat named Rigby. Wow. Mm. Um. I feel like I didn't watch the same movie. <laughs> this is the flashback in the beginning. Right, this is the flashback. So Santa comes in. Then you realize here that Santa's allergic to cats. He's mm-hmm. sneezing. Um, at one point, a cat, I don't know which one, the little cat jumps on Santa and he's like, yeah. falls backwards. The tree Breaks falls the over. There's a record on the tree that breaks. That's it's crucial. this big disaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the records of important. <clears throat> and you see this young young woman, teenager. How old do you think she was? Yeah, maybe 13? like 12, 13. Maybe 12-year-old. Yeah. She, she sees Santa briefly on the floor. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then he, like, touches his nose. <laughs> and that's and, like, how he, like, 
gets, gets out, out magically and like disappears. Meanwhile, her neighbor, who for some reason I thought his name was Nathan, but then I realized his name was Marcus. So I don't know. I thought at one point she was like, "Hi, Nathan." We should rewind and see it. I don't know where I got Nathan Well, there's from. a lot of inconsistencies yeah. in this movie, so you never know. Like, I wrote down Nathan, so I don't know. So anyway, um, I have to make sure that I remember it's Marcus, because I wrote Nathan in all these notes. <laughs> Marcus, Marcus, Marcus. <laughs> so Marcus also sees Santa. Doesn't mm-hmm. he take a picture of him? Yeah. Yeah, he's like, dang it. Yeah. With a Polaroid, and he, it doesn't show up or something. So, like, they both acknowledge that you know, Marcus and her name's Julia, they like acknowledge that they had this moment where they both saw Santa. Mm-hmm. It was like this understanding that they had. Um, and he was wearing glasses, by the way. So then when it fast forward, <laughs> yeah. you know, He's got 30 same. years, same glasses, so you know it's the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> now, 30 years later, this Marcus character is a total freaking weirdo. He's like really creepy vibes. You would probably think he's a pedophile. Yeah, he. Why didn't he have like a pedophile? It was weird. He was talking to the blow mold Santa Claus that he was putting up in his yard, (laughs) and he's just erratic. Like, yeah, it it wasn't. He didn't strike me as like the character wasn't nailed. It like, I feel like when they cast it, they were like, we need like a kooky next door neighbor who's like obsessed with Christmas. He, that was not the character that he portrayed. Yeah, he changed. Like, his vibe changed a lot. Like, he was kooky, erratic, crazy. Then he'd be, like, really creepy. And then he would, like, you'd try to feel something nice for him at points. But, like, it was really hard to do. Yeah. Um, he wasn't that likable. Also, I just realized, like, these people are, like, probably what now? Like, the kids, 30 years later, they're probably, like, in their mid-30s. Yep. And I just realized, like, they're living... In the same houses that they right. grew up in, and their parents are dead or moved out. Like, yeah, they're still neighbors thirty years later. Right. I didn't think about right. that. They didn't move out and get their own house. They just like took on their childhood yep. home and by themselves. Anyway, so weird. Yeah, so you see Marcus <laughs> being just creepy and weird, and he's very obsessed with Santa. Given that he had this experience, he's like amazed by it so that stays with him his whole life apparently so then you you come to meet the mother julia and she has a son named tommy and he's really cute and sweet he's a good boy yeah he's always cleaning yeah oh yeah she's mother's a a grinch yeah she's a total grinch she's cynical she tells tommy straight up santa's not real it's a made-up holiday that a what she said a soda company yeah Made the the holiday up as an excuse to get people to buy to buy things. I feel like almost every time she was talking to Tommy, she was like, "We've already discussed this." Like everything yeah. was like like already discussed, and like, God forbid, he doesn't want to dust the house. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, poor "You baby. work for your money with your allowance," <laughs> and like, poor kids like dusting and like doing anything he can. And just, when the like... cats knock over stuff, like it's somehow like. The kids, fall. Yeah. the kids fall. Yeah, um, we haven't even mentioned. Oh, the by cans. the way, that the, the cat. <laughs> right, cats, that's the whole point. They're, they're. Let's just skip right to it. Their, their mouth. Okay. Well, first, well, there's the mama cat. Yeah. That's Ma- Maisie. Maisie. Julia owns this Maisie? cat. Yeah. I, I thank God both of you remember the names of people. I don't know any. I, I really couldn't tell you. 
names of any. Well, of it took people. me like an hour and a half to realize what the cats' names were. It was what patches, patches, hairball, and mittens. Mittens. <laughs> really unique names. There. So there's the mom cat. There's three cute little kittens. They're adorable. Um, the mom doesn't really want to keep the cats forever. She's like, we can't afford it. Yeah. Oh my god. Like I told you. We've already <laughs> we, discussed we can't keep, this. We've already discussed this. We can't keep these cats. They're like Tommy. They're his best friends. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um. So it's sad. And um. In some scenes, the cats' mouths move when they talk. <laughs> and then in some scenes, they don't move. I think they ran out of money in the budget. Yeah. yeah they so they only chose like certain, certain moments. Yeah, it's weird. It's it like, was weird. Are we were... dealing with like Milo and Otis vibes, or are we dealing with like a more advanced? What's that reference? Like you know, that's an old ass pet movie where they don't talk. Like, or wait, oh. wait, oh, okay. actually, that's a silent film. I, I don't think they talk <laughs> yeah, in all that movie. <laughs> Never yeah. mind. Uh, <laughs> it's a silent film. I wonder why they didn't talk. But like, remember the movie Homeward Bound? Yes, that was there in their minds talking. Right. In Homeward Bound, you never saw their mouths. Like no. right. right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, this Wait, movie they, they didn't do know. talk. What are you talking about? <laughs> they weren't consistent in this movie. Yeah. Well, then when the mouth did move, it looked it looked like scary. Yeah. It <laughs> was, was rough. It was strange. Um, I think that. At, at some times I was like, oh, maybe they didn't do the mouths talking when it was a complex scene with movement. Because they always did right. it where, like when the cats were like st- still. Mm. But then there were multiple scenes with the cats still where they just didn't. Yeah, I think it was a yeah. budget issue. Um, so we mentioned the mom is kind of a Grinch. And she's so anti-Christmas that this kid has to like hide everything Christmas related as if he's hiding porn or something like he has a little tree in his room and she finds it and she puts it in the garage and it's like I told you yeah he's like in his room as if he's like covering up like a murder like yeah he's like (gasps) and she's she's coming in he's hoping she doesn't see it and it's like a really dramatic moment for him at least and before that, when he's, like, cleaning earlier, he just, like, tries to turn on, like, some Christmas music just to get a little joy while he's, like, dusting the right. fireplace. And she's like, what is that? Turn it off. And a lot of eye rolling in this movie, too. Yes. Yeah. From yes. both of them. <laughs> so after the mom throws the tree into the garage, he you see him constructing a box. Thankfully, there's holes in it because at first I was concerned. <laughs> Because he was, <laughs> he put the three kittens in the box, and his intention was to give it to Santa, and like Santa will take care of the cats for right. them, because they can't afford to keep taking care of the cats. So he sets the box out on the counter along with milk and cookies for Santa. Um, um, one one quick thing I wrote yep. down actually was that. When we the cats when they're creating all that trouble, um, they knock over some like mugs, and I want to just point out that she bring she uses a dirt door dorval. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> or yeah. like a dort dorval or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was really like old vacuum. Also, there's massive chunks of the mug, and she takes the skinny little hose <laughs> off, and that's how she's gonna clean it up. I was like, girl, your vacuum's gonna break. <laughs> So, so let's, so overnight, Santa Santa Claus comes in. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
So Tommy didn't know that Santa was allergic to cats. So Santa <laughs> picks up the package of cats. He opens it and screams. Um, oh, this is when he's on the roof, right? He opens the, oh, yeah. he's he on the roof. He takes the package. Yeah, he eats the nutter butter. Right. Then <laughs> he then, goes up oh. on the roof and he... Did he? Oh, he ate the nutter butter before. Oh, I didn't realize well, that. Oh, my God. Only you knew it was a nutter butter. I know. I did know that. I called that out before. But, around. again, another inconsistency. Yes. No, but... Oh, Tommy God. Does he cookie. eat it? I don't know. Mm. I don't remember. Anyway, Santa no one knows comes, eats the right nutter now. butter. I wrote it down. Santa <laughs> eats the nutter butter. Okay, he eats okay. <laughs> nutter butter. So... Fast, flash forward real quick. We also find out way later in the movie Santa has um, a peanut allergy. And so <laughs> he apparently ate this nutter butter earlier in the movie and was fine. fine. Later you'll find out he was not fine when he ate them again. So Yeah, that's... they made Santa Claus like a really fragile man. He was weak as hell. Yeah. I think yeah. there'd be some prerequisites to be a Santa Claus. This like... is what I don't get. He can do anything. He has all this magic. <laughs> he can't take an allergy pill or manifest an allergy, mm. like a loratadine or Benadryl. Why, did, <laughs> why couldn't he just... Not be yeah. allergic to cats. <laughs> he could make a like a ribbon of candy appear, but he couldn't just right. And he couldn't he couldn't manifest an EpiPen. By the way, <laughs> yeah, we do get to meet um, two of Santa's reindeer. lead reindeer, and they're basically the turtle from Finding Nemo, yeah. um, right? In reindeer form, yeah. They're like, they... hey, dude. <laughs> Hang ten. <laughs> yeah, somehow the reindeers are uh, California reindeer. So, back to the rooftop scene. So, Santa's on the roof where the sleigh is. He opens up the package of cats. He's like, ah, he screams. He's allergic, whatever. <laughs> he ends up falling off of the roof. And then the cats are like, oh, shit. They didn't say, oh, shit. This was a family film. <laughs> they didn't say, oh, shit. But their minds are like, oh, shit. Um, they end up taking control of Santa's sleigh and, um, well, remember the video pops up? Yeah, yeah. I actually wrote that, um, um, elf helper in Santa's sleigh. Funny. Right. Yeah. So in the sleigh, there's like a video, like an instructional video for, what was the elf's name? Did you? Oh, Tinsel. Tinsel, right. Tinsel something. So she's giving instruction. She's like, if there's been a malfunction, hit this button. And then mm-hmm. it lists the reasons why. And anyway, they press the buttons and they end up just following this this video. And the three kittens take control and then they end up delivering all the gifts to the world. Yep. In place of Santa, since Santa was passed out on the ground. I've always after loved falling that off about of like Christmas movies. Like everyone has their own take on like what would the North Pole be like? And like even though this wasn't the highest budget movie, I thought that whole thing with Tinsel was pretty well written and kind of like funny. It's for the adults in the in the theater. That was probably the best part of the movie, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, she yeah. was the best actress too. Tinsel. The yeah. Tinsel. Digital the digital. Tinsel yeah. reminded me of Janet. If you've ever watched The Good Place, mm. yes. Tinsel was exactly like Janet in that show. If you've never watched The Good Place, then you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Episode. I don't remember. Oh, That's when they're in heaven, right? Did The Good Place yeah. get some inspiration from Santa Claus? Because I think Santa Claus came know. out first. It did. So potentially. 
You never but know. yeah, so Santa's on the ground. He fell from the roof. And he's basically in a coma. Like, Does that remind you of something? No, but I was just going to start continuing on with the plot. <laughs> it reminds me of the Santa Claus with Tim. Oh, and you're oh. right. Of course. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, Commence. Okay. So meanwhile... When does the neighbor start of notice? The neighbor notices all this too. Weirdo right. Marcus, the, who's obsessed yeah. with Santa and Christmas, he's seeing all this going down next door. After he drags um, Santa into the house, yeah, the and kid. he's like, "Shut the shut the windows," because this neighbor has been tracking Santa Claus all night in his right. in his room. Right. Yeah, he's been on some kind of weird radar, the like NORAC tracker. Remember that? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, so he's like, <laughs> he's aware that something's happening, Norad. but he doesn't know right away that Santa's still down there. Right. He just realizes like the sled was there. Right. It takes a little while for him to realize Santa was down. I think he hears. I remember he, isn't doesn't he hear it? And he's like, oh my god, it's Santa, and he's like, there was... he's got the camera. I mean, at some point he figures it out. Yeah, right? and then he starts filming. Him. He doesn't he the, look in the window? He has the oh, security camera. <laughs> yeah, he has the camera. He sees that Santa's over there. <laughs> he runs down. He starts like trying to peek in the windows, and Santa eventually wakes up after Tommy drags him in. And what did he wake up? He walks over to Santa trying to wake him up, and he's like, "Here's my organic cinnamon candle," and like sticks it under his nose. That was he's, cute. Yeah. He's like, "There's got to be something else." I forget what starts waking him up. I think he's like snapping in his face. And then all of a sudden he's like, shut all the blinds. And the neighbor is like trying to see it. And, and yeah. Now at some that. point <laughs> in the midst of all of this, for some reason, the neighbor Marcus wants to capture the mother cat. I was lost. Oh, it's because. Like, why was that? So that's because while he's trying to look in the windows, Maisie, the mother cat, <laughs> Uh, comes outside because basically he wants Marcus to get away from the house, the cat. Oh. So she starts growling at him and being like, raw, raw, raw. and like, Marcus is like, oh, shut up, like, you bad cat. And then like, <laughs> somehow Marcus steps on a skateboard and falls into the pool and gets all wet. Wow, and, I um, forgot about that. I didn't rem- yeah, <laughs> was that, I? I remember here? that yeah. is why he is. <laughs> now I know did that. I disassociate from my body as we were watching? It well, was like, like I don't recall. That that's like when I was like, "Are they on the moon?" And it I was think like, I checked out for a portion because yeah. I was like, "Wow, this movie so terrible." I think I just zoned out. Yeah, well, that is why <laughs> I don't remember that at all. He wanted to capture yeah. the cat because he was pissed at it. That's what oh, happened. Yeah, yeah. I actually thought that part was funny when he put the fake mouse in the lawn. Oh, yeah. Like, I genuinely laughed at that part. And then he captures the, yeah, the cat. Yeah, so he tries to capture the cat because he's pissed at it. Yeah. With the... So, at some point, the mom ends up coming down, mm-hmm. Julia. Yes. And, um... Like, what, with, what initiated with simply her? Simply hairspray in her Very hands. complex film. I'm like, <laughs> a lot I'm happened. like, oh, I can't even speak. Uh, um, I don't remember. She, comes she passed down. by a million times and didn't see him right yeah, away. I can't remember down, what was the final straw. She comes down straw. in the middle of the night. And then, remember, she's like, she sneaks a cookie. Yes. And then she's like she also is trying to get the cat upstairs. And then... 
Then she comes down. I forget what finally did it for her, but she comes down with a bottle of simply hairspray in her hand, ready. Oh yeah, she's like to like tase Santa with this hairspray. Yes, which you've discovered was a simply saline bottle with it a was hairspray simply saline <laughs> with like a sticker homemade. over it that said. What I assumed was hairspray. I actually never saw the H, so it looked like it said simply air spray. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, so this is the part that confused me was like some parts of this movie were so technologically advanced in terms of computer skills, but like they couldn't even acquire a hairspray bottle yeah. that used simply saline yeah. with a sticker over it. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Um. So she's like afraid of Santa. She thinks he's some crazy person. Like a mall Santa, she says. Like, yeah. stand back, like creepy yeah. mall Santa. And then they keep having Santa do like these tricks. Yeah. Like a, these it. magical tricks to prove that he's Santa. And so, it felt like yeah. it took her a long time to get convinced. Like, he literally turned a half candy cane into a full candy cane on his hand, and she's like, that's just a magic trick. Then he takes, like, a picture on the mantle, turns it into, like, a candy ribbon Christmas tree. That didn't convince her. <laughs> and then they have a therapy session upstairs because she... Oh, oh well, no. then he, like, literally decks out their entire house in Christmas decorations with, like, a magic, you the know... tree and um, that was like, funny. Oh, oh, that was so yeah. funny. And he's maniacally ho hoing. <laughs> it goes on forever. It's like yeah. five minutes straight of him being like, and then the whole living room is transformed. And hurry up. That was my second favorite part. Yeah. That, <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah, and then what, what the you fucking... were saying. She runs up the stairs into the bathroom. Into the bathroom and calls the police. Like that's her reaction to that. <laughs> Fucking cops are what are they gonna do? Anyway, so then they What is Tommy he ask her, her son? Like well, to convince They go to the door. So she's yeah. locked herself in the room. Santa <laughs> and Tommy go to her bedroom door and they're having basically a big therapy session for like yeah. a while. Santa basically goes into the entire past of why <laughs> She's so bitter about Christmas, and she doesn't believe, and he's, like, goes and explains all this stuff. And, he's like, uh, I'm sorry, I'm allergic to cats, and I yeah. I knocked into the Christmas tree, and your record fell. I, I just got so scared, and I left. <laughs> and yeah. that's why for 30 years she... And he never came back <laughs> yeah. to their house, because he's allergic to cats, but, like... What does he do for the other people who have cats? Exactly, that's yeah, what Yeah, they're the only say. people in the world who have cats. Like, that's so... Fucking dumb. But anyway, she eventually comes out because apparently he says enough stuff that strikes a chord with her. She mm-hmm. comes out all emotional, gives him a hug, and then she apologizes to Tommy finally for being such a fucking curmudgeon bitch. Yeah. Like forever about Christmas. Um, and then. Then they're realizing, like, oh shit, like who has the sleigh? Right. And he's like, it's a, ca- a catastrophe! <laughs> <laughs> And then we see like a montage basically of like all the, the the cats going to different houses and like basically the moral of the story is all kids are evil. Yeah. Every kid had an agenda whenever the cats came down and like one of the one of the girls was like with you know two crazy pigtails and she like 
made she's basically sid from toy story basically mm-hmm. it's just like an evil little like a little girl who's like playtime <laughs> and like there's like beheaded barbies and yeah. like shit all over her room and you're like uh-oh she's no good and then she puts them in like a laundry basket and like starts dressing them up in like doll clothes and the bird like speaks up and is just like, like I'm a here. prisoner, run! Yeah. And they like run out, and that was that scene. Um, then they end up lost on some kind of weird snowy. You roof. thought it was the moon. Yeah, I definitely and, checked um, out at that moment. I was really not paying attention. Uh, which ended up just being like a plastic sheet with like fake powdery snow on it, because you mm-hmm. see as the kittens are moving around, like the sheet like moving. Those poor kittens. And they're breathing oh. in all this like dusty. Fake snow. Um, so they're lost trying to get back home. And then back in Julia and Tommy's house, they're trying to figure out. Santa's like, what am I going to do at sunrise? The magic, it runs out and I have to get my sleigh back. And basically what happens. Oh, yeah, the creepy neighbor jumps to jumps in and saves the day. He's the last one, though, that he's the last one that needed a present, right? Wasn't the neighbor the last house yeah well you're forgetting how the neighbor stole santa's hat oh he basically did like the so santa's hat is basically like ayahuasca i guess like he put it on (laughs) and was like he He knew everything yeah he literally saw all of santa's memories yeah he saw the kittens like he saw it all um yeah, the neighbor's just basically in the background this whole time trying to get to Santa, like being ravenously, creep. being really creepy. And then he he realizes what, that he needs to help bring the cats and the sleigh back. So mm-hmm. then he like calls some friend, remember he calls some like creepy oh, yeah. friend? Nedry. To, like, His name was Nedry. to the mainframe, <laughs> yeah. really. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't catch that part. <laughs> my mind went blank during that i don't remember yeah that. i don't even know so either way he like hacks into the video system that's on the sleigh and he like guides them back isn't that what happened <laughs> you're looking at yeah. me like i i honestly you checked out like, don't remember you okay. got like their wi-fi fucking working on the sleigh again basically and like hacked in and the mom it was a uh, marcus the neighbor and the mom cat Maisie on the video screen on the sleigh talking to the kittens right. trying to tell them like how to get back they got back um, um yeah Jesus. and then in, <laughs> while that's happening santa is trying to like brainstorm this is like kind of when he realizes he needs his hat remember he's yeah. at the table then they offer him some cookies because he implies he needs some mm, like nourishment, brain some brain food. So they give him the plate of peanut butter cookies. <laughs> He's like, did somebody say cookies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he takes a bite and then he starts to have an allergic reaction because then as we mentioned before, yep. he's allergic to peanuts all of a sudden. So the worst part of the movie is when Santa's having this allergic reaction to peanuts. His hand, his hand gets all swollen. The hand was so yeah, gross looking. It was scary. And that then was the mom. Method acting. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. the mom was like, get the EpiPen. Oh, yeah. And she's making the little kid look for the epi- It's like... It's in the first aid kit. Like, yeah. go grab it yourself. Under the sink. The EpiPen was under the sink. And instead of, like, an actual EpiPen, it's just this giant syringe. <laughs> that d- looked nothing like an actual EpiPen. But anyway, she she stabs Santa with the EpiPen. He's better. <laughs> He's like, I feel like I won the lottery. <laughs> 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 He's fine. Um... 
I don't even know. Oh, hell <laughs> and then basically the sad. neighbors there. Oh yeah. And then they walk in. The kittens came back. The sleigh magically appears. And then they walk into their living room and Marcus is laying on the floor with the kittens on his chest. And he's like, this is exactly what it looks like. Haha. <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. And again. And uh, basically they go out. Santa's like getting ready to leave. And, oh, yeah, you know, it point. was, like, a big secret before with Santa, like, having to... He's like, shut the blinds. No one can see me. Then all of a sudden, it's middle of the day, like, at this point. Santa <laughs> whips the sleigh, like, right on the street. Like, broad in daylight. Front of the house. broad daylight in front of the house. And spends, like, a decent amount of time <laughs> out there basically talking to all of them and getting... Oh, getting Julia and Marcus to, like, make up, like, their friendship... You learn that they didn't talk to each other for years and years, but they're best friends because they both saw Santa that night 30 years ago, and Julia was embarrassed and felt bad because kids were teasing both of them about it, so she didn't stick up for him, and he just never grew up in general and kept holding on to the Santa, um, you know. So they make up. Yep. And then Santa gives them each a present before he leaves, <laughs> and the kittens get cat toys. Yeah. And um, Tommy wants to keep the kittens, and then Marcus is like, I'll take them. And yeah. that's, I guess, how that goes. And uh, Julia gets her record that was yeah. broken in 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. And she's like, thank you, Santa. And then the neighbor... Oh, he gets his Polaroid camera yeah. that he tried to take a picture of Santa with. All too perfect. Sweet. Yeah. Yep. Sweet. And then I think it literally ends with them him taking an awkward selfie with the Polaroid of all of them. Yep, and, and then, then it pans out and it's like our first Christmas. Yeah. But I guess, at, like, we saw that, we were like, wait, did they hook up? But it's not. It was actually just, like, their first Christmas. Right. Yeah. Marcus just happened to be in the picture. Yeah. Because I was like, are they like all family now? Yeah. But no. <laughs> so that's the whole movie. Also, I forgot about the scene where he, Marcus tries to bring over the bowl of Kraft mac and cheese. To oh, right. Oh, like that, a was, gift. that was probably his <laughs> definitive creepy moment. Yeah. Like, I couldn't tell what was going to happen. It was really weird. I'm not even going to go into that. But <laughs> yeah. Basically, the neighbor brings over a bowl of mac and cheese. I. Hard to explain. Hard to explain. And I think Marcus has feelings for Julia, or was it that he just wanted to be her friend again? Not really clear entirely. We'll have to wait for the second movie. (laughs) Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) I don't... I didn't get the vibe that he had a crush on her. Mm. I think he just wanted to nurture their friendship that they once had. Um but also, he was so creepy anyway. It's kind of, it was kind of hard to, like, get a good gauge on yeah. him. Yeah. And he looked... He reminded me a lot of Drake Bell. Yes. From... Drake and Josh. Drake and Josh. Or Jim Adkins from Jimmy Yeah, he looked, like, he looked like he could be in, like, a... Definitely in a post, band. Post-hardcore band of yeah. some sort. <laughs> and, um, yeah... So what did you guys think overall? On a scale of 1 to 10, what would you rate it? Mm. Oh, I'd give it maybe like three. a th- I three. I was thinking 3, too. Yeah. That's what it was bad. on IMDb. I checked it. Oh, my before. God. Okay. 3.1. <laughs> I think yeah. that this was exactly what I 
um, thought it was going to be. And, you know, it is interesting. I mean, like, when you don't have that big of a budget, props for trying to make a movie with talking animals. That's that's, that's challenging. I mean, I feel like they should have just stuck to the no-mouth I fully agree. Uh, Because they did not have the technology adequate enough to do that. And the inconsistency wasn't worth, like... Like, I was like, whoa, that was impressive. Like, they should have kept it the same, budget or not. You know what I was kind of disappointed in? You didn't really get a vibe from any of the cats. Like, you know, like in Homeward Mm -hmm. Bound or those other movies, you kind of have a favorite pet. Oh, yeah. Like, none of these cats had a distinctive personality. You didn't even know their names until, like three quarters into the movie. Right. You couldn't like, figure out I don't know. There wasn't really like an emotional attachment to any no. of the cats or the characters for me. I like Tommy the most because he's just like a sweet I thought kid. the cats were going to be the but... main characters to be honest. When I when I looked at the poster mm-hmm. I thought this was going to be like you know the lead cat trying to save Christmas and mm-hmm. like yeah. do it that way. I mean would you say there even was a main character? They were kind of know. all fighting for that spot. Like Yeah, yeah there was the, really everyone kind of got the same it's, amount it's of screen time. Kind of Tommy. Kind of Tommy. He's like the protagonist or the catalyst for change. Like he's the one propelling mm-hmm. the story forward, but like I feel like Marcus and the cats and Julia, they all kind of were on the out. same Ooh. Playing fields. <laughs> Santa. We've talked about this. Come These on, cats recording. are just knocking over all of our stuff. It's real life. So, um, uh, yeah. Um. I would not recommend this film. I, just putting that out like, there, just making a statement. I wouldn't This either. is on yeah. the record official statement. I would not recommend watching this film. No. For any reason. I agree. I agree. It was a little bit of a slog. Unless you're trying to see, like, one, like the worst movies out there and you're on a quest for that. Right. Don't see this movie. There's plenty of other holiday movies out there that'll get your goat. And I feel like, like there's plenty of other movies out there that are not great but fun to watch. This kind yeah, of, right. like... I feel like this straddled between, like, did they... Were they trying to make something really good and it just didn't hit the mark? Or were they trying to, like, be aware of their low budget? Because it didn't seem like that. I don't that. think it was that. It yeah. didn't seem like it was, like, um... I like the awareness of a low budget. Mm, right. Because then it's like, okay, you can watch it and you totally know, like... But every single scene in this movie had music behind it. And it was deafening. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't it was like see the, I didn't it. It was like the He's really over. Oh, this was like the music that. from like the GameCube Harry Potter game, like <laughs> the whole time during the movie. See, oh, I didn't, that didn't I bother didn't even me. Notice. <laughs> <laughs> but th- this is coming from someone like I'll be sitting here with a video game, just like paused while I'm on my phone, and I'll be like, "Oh my god, like shut that off, like mute it right now." And I'm like, I don't even notice like yeah. the music going, like doesn't bother me but you're more attuned to that yeah but yeah oh no santa claus was a flop for me yeah i give, give it a flop too well i think our shift at, um is almost up here i, I think yeah. someone else is using the sound room next right <laughs> we gotta get the hell out of here they've got to make their their nightly announcements at the north yeah. pole about yeah. whose shift is up my shift is actually almost up i'm i'm making etch-a-sketches later oh great how about you i took the day off 
Nice. You got sick leave? No, just PTO. <laughs> what do they have you working on, Lauren? Um, I think I'm in like the skip it section oh <laughs> get some 90s throwback toys that's a good section I've, I've got a buddy who works there oh yeah what's his name gerald mm, he's a good guy he works next to me yeah he's really he's really good he, Tell um, him I say he, he works with boppets too like oh, oh my makes God. the boppets boppets but uh that's all for today then Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Wendy, for sending us your letters. Yeah, thank Thanks, you, Wendy. Wendy. Keep the letters coming. <laughs> and uh, remember to jingle all the way. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>